Hello, everybody, and welcome to Boston Balling. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbutt. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's off to a fantastic start to the week. Been a little bit of a crappy weather here in Connecticut the last couple days. I don't know about where the rest of you are, but it's a little bit of a bummer. Um, but, you know, I love the fall. I love this time of year. There's a lot going on in the sports world um, between the World Series, NBA and NHL just started. NFL's really amping up now. Um, even the World Cup is starting soon, too. So that's very exciting as well. So we're in a great time of the year for sports. This is always my favorite time. There's a lot going on. So I'm really excited to bring you another episode of the show. I have a really special guest with me on this episode, super talented, does a lot of Boston sports coverage for 98.5, the sports hub. Joe Murray, how are you doing today? Hey, Gabby. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate you uh, hopping on, and I love that you're repping the Red Sox right now. Yeah, this is because I woke up early, but I uh, I did Patriots post game last night, oh. and uh, I'm sure you can tell I still really haven't recovered from the night yet. So, yeah, <laughs> switched over to the the old uh, Red Sox shirt as I'm seeing Raphael Devers news across the uh, socials today. But yeah, it was a tough night last night for the for the Pats. Hey, yeah, you know, I definitely don't blame you with the Red Sox uh, repping their shirt because there might be some positivity in terms of hopefully there's, you know, some progression going on with that Devers extension, we can only hope. So we'll see. I've been following along on Twitter just to see what else breaks on that. I don't think they've really made a ton of progress yet, but I know that they said that it's a priority. So fingers crossed on that. Oh, well, hey, listen, it's the Red Sox, so. They'll, they'll, they'll take it down to the very last minute, I'm sure. Yeah, yep, they're going to kill all of us with the with the suspense of it, and then they're going to make us wait, and they're going to drag it out, and then hopefully they can work something out. Yep. Now they just need Devers to say yes, yep, right? exactly. Because oh, we'll see what happens with Bogarts and the rest. And and it's, fu- it's so funny. Like, I, I've forgot about the Red Sox, so. So, you know, Patriots is everything. Bruins just started. Celtics are going. And, you know, the little hint of Red Sox stuff for positive news is what they really, really need. Like, they need positive news because right now, Dave Dombrowski and, you know, Kyle Schwarber, they're in the World Series. And against the Astros, a team that they lost to uh, in the playoffs last year, just a lot of ties to the Red Sox. So any positivity right now is good for them. Yep, I absolutely agree with you. It's going to be an interesting World Series. I'm excited to see how that plays out. It's unbelievable just to think about what Houston has done really over the last few years and just the team that they've built. There's just so much talent on that team. And, you know, hopefully the Red Sox can strive to build that one day too. But that Houston team is just tough. Yeah, they're they're probably an all-time team. Like when we think back, we're going to say those Houston teams were were great. But now's the time where every – like. If, if if people really do dislike the Astros and the cheating and the sign stealing and you name it, now's the time for like everyone to kind of get together and root for the Phillies. Like it's true. It's true. just think about this. The Phillies fans are some of the, you know, the, some of the most passionate in the world. People say it's a really tough place to play. They went and gave uh, Bryce Harper the biggest contract ever. And they went and got Dave Dombrowski, who's only, I don't know, one World Series. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, what, exactly. I, it's, and now they yeah. get a chance to, to you know, put out the Astros fire. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe that will be more exciting than the NFL season has been so far. Honestly, that Bryce Harper home run 
the other day. I I saw that and I was like, this is exactly why they're paying him what they're paying him for moments like this, for him to step up and send them to the World Series. What a cool moment for him and for that fan base. Yeah, he, he's getting paid very well, but I'm I'm glad to see that a big payment or or a big signing has led to their success. And I and you you said you were excited. That's who he is. He's one of the guys that gets us out of our seat to watch every single night. Yep. Yeah, that Phillies team is fun. I'll be rooting for them. I'm sure a lot of baseball fans as a whole will be rooting for the Phillies. It's just it's a hard team to root against in this postseason, I will say, unless you're a fan of another team in their division. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But yeah, I appreciate you hopping on the show with me. I know we kind of talked a little bit briefly before we started recording here just about how frustrating the Patriots loss was last night against the bears at home. Um, You know, the bears just played a better game in all facets of the game is really what it came down to. I mean, offensively, defensively, special teams, they just looked cleaner. They looked a lot more prepared than the Patriots did. And obviously, um, you know, that defense was just tough to watch all game. Um, But I did want to get your input um, before we dive a little bit more into just some of the current, happenings with the Patriots just kind of your overall thoughts on how the season has gone so far are they kind of about where you expected them to be at this point in the season before the season started or what were you kind of thinking going in that's good that's a good question because you know early on so I thought they would win under nine games um one thing I do on my show on one of my shows is we we do sports betting well, what they do is they set a line. Do you think the team's going to go over or under a number? And the number was eight and a half. So I thought they'd go under eight and a half. So they have three wins right now. They're eight games into the season. It's going to be tough. Can they do it? Absolutely. So are they where they where they where I thought they would be? I'm actually very disappointed today. Um, last night's game was everything. I mean, it ha- it had it all. It had the drama of the quarterback and Mac Jones coming back. It showed his struggles. It showed the play calling struggles once again. And then who peeks their head out? It's the terrible defense that we saw in the Bills playoff game a year ago. So that's where I'm concerned. The vibe of last night was last season, no communication, which I'll get to in a second here because I, I I have some some interesting tidbits on last night's game that is slowly leaking out. I was up all night. I, I talked to Greg Bernard and some others who were in the locker room last night, and there was a lot of communication issues. The other thing is the Devin McCourty said that they never saw some of the design plays the Bears were running, and, and the other thing is this. Again, running the football. So, like, I know they stink, and Justin Fields has been bad, but, like, you gave up 240 yards on the ground to a team you know can run the ball. So why did you stay in zone all night and not go man-to-man? There's a lot of questions here, and I think it all starts with Bill Belichick, who named the coordinators, who still has his son and Gerard Mayo not named defensive coordinators. It's just, I thought for a minute things were clicking after two or maybe two and a half games. The Bears were a win, should have been a layup of a win. Instead, they treated it like a preseason game, I feel. 
And now it even opens up more questions going forward than the momentum they had going into the Bears game. Yeah, it was definitely disappointing because like you touched on, I feel like over the last few weeks, they started to make it seem like they were coming together. You know, it seemed like they were getting more comfortable with the play calling and it just seemed like overall the team was starting to just improve a little bit more from how they started and it just seemed like the vibe overall of the team was changing that maybe they were getting to that turning point of, okay, this can be a good team. And I'm even thinking back to that game in green Bay. I mean, yeah, they lost that game, but they looked really good in that game. And that's obviously a tough place to play. And they came into that game and they gave me a lot of hope after that game ended with how close they kept that game and how competitive they were. And now, granted, the Packers haven't exactly looked great this season overall either, but that was the type of game that I really thought that they had no chance to, um, you know, be able to compete in. And they kept that game close. So I thought that that was kind of the beginning of what was hopefully going to start the improvements of this season that we were going to hopefully see consistently going forward. And then the last few weeks, you know, we saw it, um, you know, obviously mowing over the lions, mowing over the Browns games like that. You look at, and it's like, yeah, I mean, these are teams they should be beating and they did. And I threw the bears into that category too, as another game that they should have been able to play at home and be able to beat that team. And then you go into it and there's so many questions and people on Twitter confused as to what Bill Belichick was doing, what happened with that game, because they could not stop the Bears run at all the entire game. And and it was just it was just crazy to see that there was just so much of a lack of communication and what just seemed to be a disconnect between everybody and I have no idea what really took place there or how to fathom all that because we have not seen the Bears do that against anybody this season. And you can't let a team like that just not even win a close game where you fall short, but completely like mow over you the entire night. Yeah, it was embarrassing. And I, I use the vibe of Buffalo playoff game. I just – it was bad. They, they, they never punted. And last night I know the Bears punter punted twice, but come on. They couldn't stop them on third down, you know? And and just another thing about that is they they never adjusted. They they never blitzed Justin Fields. They they was Matthew Judon, by the way, was immense. He was unbelievable last night. But no one else could help. You know, they they Juwan Bentley's running down the field, not looking back at the quarterback running behind him. Like it's there is a personnel issue, but I think there's something internally going on with the New England Patriots. And when you win, things are good. But when you lose, things get leaked. Um, One thing that you mentioned, uh, at home. The struggles at home are scary. This team struggles to win games at home. And this has nothing to do with Tom Brady anymore. Like, Brady's been gone now for a while. Yes, they were the most dominated, dominating football team at home ever. But now other teams remember those days. They come in here and they're beating them. The mystique is over. It's gone. Coming into Gillette Stadium, it's over. So any type of home field advantage they've had, I, I, I no longer believe in it. But but here's here's the meat of it, Gabby. They they went with Mac Jones as the starting quarterback, getting first team reps all week long. So 
everybody seemed in-house to think that Mac Jones was going to be the starting quarterback. It came right up until game time when it got reported that he was. Mm-hmm. It seems nobody knew if they were going to be rolling with him over Zappi until right exactly. before the game. Before the game, Bill Belichick says uh, Mac will... Then at halftime, when they pulled Mac Jones, they said we they could see him again. Bill Belichick went with Mac Jones and pulled him. They're down 10-0. Bailey Zappi came in, gave them the spark. They got the lead. They give up 23 unanswered points. But no one else knew. It seemed that Zappi, Mac Jones, and Belichick knew the situation. There were a lot of players after the game. A lot of them. Uh, Jacoby Myers in particular, read some of his quotes from yesterday. Michael and Wainu didn't even know who the starter, didn't even know what was going on. And then I mentioned the defensive things. If McCourty is saying these things, the captain, what else is going on in that locker room? There's a, the communication's bad. Um, and I think Bill Belichick stepped in it last night. I, I, he's the greatest coach of all time. He could have passed George Hallis last night for second most ever against the Bears. My, again, the team that yeah, he coached. It was all it set up. Right? Set up better for that to but, happen. But but am I wrong saying that they treated last night like a preseason game, which you know it's unthinkable. Mac Jones in a ten nothing game gets pulled. It just I'm glad I'm glad they did it because I, I I defend Zappy for helping them and getting them back in and the motivation. And yeah, there were some things late that he couldn't control. In the end, it was the defense. I get it. But the confusion in the locker room and the communication, it's a problem today. If there's anyone who's going to fix it, it's Bill Belichick. But maybe they did look ahead to the Jets. Because last night, they did not look like a prepared football team. And I, in a way, I kind of feel like they disrespected the Bears big time. And the Bears rolled them over for it. Yeah, I mean, the, when you say lack of communication, I mean, that's bad because that's something that definitely is preventable and can be fixed. And the fact that you have players who had no idea what the quarterback situation was going to be is just not okay because they need to know to be able to prepare themselves for that. And obviously with us, you know, with just fans who are following along, just trying to see who's going to be the quarterback is a little bit different. But if the team is saying that they didn't know, then that really shows that somebody didn't communicate something appropriately. And that's what needs to be fixed right now. If they want to be able to have any sort of chance of contending and competing with, I mean, other teams, I mean, even their own division. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Can it get better at it? It absolutely probably will. It's Bill Belichick. He'll, Look at the league. Let, like, let's be honest for a second. Look at the league. There's probably five good teams. The rest of them, the pa- the Patriots can probably beat anybody on it. I really believe that. The Bills, I think, are on a different level right now, and the Chiefs are outstanding. And those are the best of- two teams to me in the league right now. Yeah, and the Bengals had their hiccups, but they're getting they're getting back on track. Like the NFC is, I don't know. I I'll be honest with you. I the <laughs> Eagles, <laughs> the Eagles right now, I I don't know, but. All I'm trying to say is after the before last night, I felt like the Patriots could have beat anybody. And I don't know, just you know, it's huge. Like, you know, I, I at my job, I like when my boss is transparent with me. You know, I think we work better, there's better communication. These are athletes, though, you know, whose like paychecks are on the line and 
reputations and are they tough and are they not? There's been a lot of just confusion, I think, in that locker room all year long. And uh, it, it really just seeped through last night. And the one thing I wish Bill Belichick did today was name someone the quarterback next week. Um, there are betting odds out that came out and they have Mac Jones as the favorite to start on Sunday. If I'm the Patriots, I either go back to Mac Jones and stick with him, or if he's injured, you don't dress him. And I think last night they made the mistake of playing Mac Jones. They probably should have played Bailey Zappi. Everybody would have been in, understood. Now there's a true QB controversy. Yeah, I was going to ask what your thoughts are on that, because obviously, you know, the last few weeks it was, you know, Zappi got an easy part of the schedule. He's just here to fill in for Mac until he comes back and, and Mac is fully healthy. And I feel like they were doing a good job of treading water without Mac and Zappi was looking really good with that offense. I think the offense looked more together with Zappi. Um, and I think it seemed like everybody appeared to be more comfortable with what was going on on the field when Zappi was playing quarterback, as opposed to when Mac was playing prior to the injury. And it seemed to be more, a little bit more of a mess offensively. Um, and then, you know, going into last night's game, when we found out Mac was going to be the starter, I was like, okay, this could be a good test to really see what Mac can bring to the table relative to what we've seen from Zappi the last few weeks, because, we all thought that the bears shouldn't be a challenge. So that would be a good team to be able to bring Mac back into, to be able to compare the, um, how Zappy's been doing lately as opposed to Mac, but looking at the quarterbacks right now, do you have a preference? Like, would you prefer to see one over the other start going forward? All right, Gabby. So here we go. I, I I've been on record saying that I don't think Mac Jones is the guy. And, and what I mean by that is I don't think he's Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, some of these great quarterbacks. He was the fourth quarterback selected a year ago. And guess who the fourth quarterback selected this past year was? Bailey Zabby. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Mac Jones has a high IQ level on the football field. I think he can read – zones second levels he can identify you know the mic and he can look at a safety and know how to look them off you know intelligent there are some physical things that i think are now becoming evident doesn't have the strongest arm he he's been fairly accurate but this year no he does look to too many options which when the offensive line struggles he gets sacked but He's made a lot of mistakes, and the last 10 games in particular, um, he's three and seven team record, three and seven. They struggle to score points in general. Mac Jones is the problem with the team right now. He's turning the football over, and if there's anything you know about Bill Belichick, he doesn't want to play you if you're going to cost the team anything. So that's, that's the real controversy here. Do they want to shrink the playbook and have the team be more successful by being limited? Or do they want to give themselves more opportunities with Mac Jones? Problem is, if he keeps turning the football over, they're going to be playing from behind every single game like they did last night. All last year, that's all they did was play from behind. They just I just think Mac Jones right now is regressing, but they need to believe in him and stick with him. So if you're asking me, I think he is their best long-term option. But the team, 
seems to be rallying around Bailey Zappi and the coordinators that he hired can do better with Bailey Zappi than they can with Mac Jones. And I've been, you know, I've been pretty open on Twitter recently just about how I feel like in general the um the offense can be more successful with Zappi as the quarterback. And I mean, this isn't as much of a a knock on Mac per se, but more just that it seems like everybody seems more comfortable with what's going on. The players, the coaching staff in general, just seems more comfortable with what's going on on the field on offense with Zappy out there. And I think, um, you know, when Zappy was drafted, some people were confused as to, first of all, why they were drafting a quarterback. Cause everybody was like, you know, I thought we were supposed to be riding with Mac and, you know, Zappy coming in, surprised a lot of people when he did come in and he looked as good as he did I think just from the start when we first saw him play this year and, and I mean even you could hear those chants from the crowd saying Zappy and wanting Zappy to come into the game early on and last night and I was willing to wait a little bit and give Mac a chance to try to see if he can um you know improve a little bit and be more consistent um but then you know, after those first couple of drives, I'd seen enough. I was like, all right, let's let, let, let's it's time to move on now. I think we all know that they should bring Zappy into this game. And then obviously he comes in and immediately executes a couple um, touchdown drives. And so that's when we were all like, OK, yeah, this is what we like. And I, you know, I, I agree with you. I think that with the system the Patriots have right now and the coordinators that he hired to run the offense, which I'm not overall thrilled with, but if that's what we're going to roll with on offense, I do think that they are better suited to be successful with Zappy. And I, I, I don't think that it's necessarily a matter of, um, you know, are we going to long-term stick with Zappy, but I do think for right now, unless they decide to make some personnel changes, which I do think is going to be necessary in the near future. I think for now in this season, I do actually think that Zappy is what they need if they want to be able to succeed. Cause I don't think the coordinators are able to feel comfortable with the offense that the team is trying to run that works for Mac. I, I, I just feel like as of right now and what they're trying to do right now in this situation, I think Zappy is the guy that's going to help them um, get to where they need to be. Absolutely. And, you know, just, just a couple more things on the, on the quarterback situation. I really do wish uh, Bill Belichick picked a guy and went with it and everyone just, that's it. This is what I'm doing. Go with it. From what I gather, there has been some discussion on maybe what Bill wants and what the coordinators want. Um, I, I do post game for the Patriots and, um, you know, we, we had Greg Bedard who was at the game. He works for Boston sports journal. He's, he was there talking to players, talking to other media people. And that's why I think something last night was funny. Like Bill Belichick sharing info to ESPN. Yeah, like when is that? <laughs> like, 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 think about this for a little bit. Like, he only told those two guys, but like, all the players are like, "What's good?" It's fishy. Uh, all I'm saying is, is, it makes me think. The reason this is why I bring up the, I, Mac Jones is a fine football player, right? He yeah. he can run the offense. He can go three wide. He's been he's tough. He does he struggle to make throws? Absolutely, a lot of guys do. Okay. Was he drafted 15 and fell in the draft rate to the Patriots? Absolutely. They needed a quarterback. Yep. 
Does he need more reps? Yes. Can the team afford to let him make mistakes and develop and have guys keep their jobs and make the playoffs? I think that's what they're battling with. Because I think there are some guys who are like, this is what's best for the team. I think there are some teammates that might even think feel that way too. So that's, it's kind of like the guy that they drafted in the first round that they want, that they liked, who went to a Pro Bowl. Well, he got booed off the field last night. Yeah. Not to mention embarrassed in a game a year ago where they let him throw the ball three times on national television. That was crazy. Yeah. So he's been booed. He's been booed off the field. He got embarrassed a year ago. They give him some sort of clown offensive coordinator, right? I mean, it's like kind of, in a way, I kind of feel bad for the kid because I yeah. think, because I think they, they, it's like, yeah, 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 Mac, yeah, you got all, yeah, we give you this guy. All the excuses, the line stinks, right? They don't have the weapons, the coaching staff. But when Bailey Zappi came in, none of those problems happened. So yeah. I I hope people don't think I'm like personally picking yeah. on Mac Jones. I'm just giving you the actual stats. He's been regressing. And I think they see it. And they need to win games. <laughs> like Robert Kraft said, he's, you know, he's, he wants to make the playoffs. Like, at this point, they're not. They got the Jets on deck, the Colts, the Jets, and then the Vikings on Thanksgiving, and then the Bills. It doesn't get any easier. I think they need to make a decision on who the quarterback is. And well, I that's, think why, that's why it was it. imperative to win. That's why it was imperative to win games like last night because now you have harder teams up on deck on the schedule. And obviously, you know, the Jets are having a good start to their season too, and it's – it's like, and obviously every time they play teams in the division, those are tough games in general, but you look at the schedule and it's like, you can't lose to a team like the bears and then go into that portion of the schedule. Um, so that is another thing that makes last night even more disappointing because going into the game, like we said, that should have been a winnable game and it was um, going into it. But then, you know, yeah, like you said, I don't think that they took the bears seriously and that's almost insulting to them and their team and their organization. And yeah. Justin Fields was like, don't mind me. I'm just going to do my thing because the Patriots don't seem to care. Well, 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 it's also like, well, they can't stop it. So, and they're not adjusting. And, and that, and that's one thing I, I really wanted to bring up. Like if, if I could bring you back to that bills game in the playoffs last year. So bad. How many times did they just throw to miles? Bryant's guy. Like just hey, Miles Bryant's over there, and it's like, hey, can you can you get someone to cover this McKenzie guy? You, you know, and and so last night it's like, hey, are we gonna are we gonna get anybody to like tackle the quarterback? <laughs> like, honestly, like, hello. How, how about like you kind of put a man on him so you play man so he actually has a guy. Justin Fields is I'm I'm telling you he's an immense talent, but he's he's been poor. I mean he's he has not been good. But, but again, he's been running the football very well. Herbert ran the ball well. Montgomery. That's why I'm surprised. Like, you take that away and you let them throw. And they never adjusted all night. I do want to just bring this up. I, I, think it's, I, think, I think it's fair to say that when Mac got, got pulled and Zappi came in, I, I, I was shocked. Literally was shocked. I couldn't believe that they did it. You thought, Matt and then he throws the touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's down ten nothing. When when do starters get pulled down ten nothing? Yeah, 
I know. I mean, I think but, so, I, I, I had a feeling he might have been on a short leash before the game. Okay, started. fine, fine. Zappy comes in, throws the touchdown. It's wild. I mean, <laughs> think about it. that. That that ten minutes of our lives was the best part of the season, and now and now it's gone. Like we we had ten minutes of holy crap, right? It's gone. It was like for ten minutes, whoa, and, and and now it's like all over. So that's how I feel like everyone feels today. Yeah, for ten minutes, man, it was really awesome. And then at least we have those ten minutes. To look but back but that's what I'm trying to say. Like those ten minutes, some of the great, some of the greatest ten minutes of Patriots football since Tom Brady's been here. And and that's that's really sad because now your first round pick stinks, and the other guy to back him up, well, he turned into a pumpkin after that. So. In the spirit of Halloween, oh, it was not, not good last night. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I mean, I I do – your point that you made about how they need to pick a quarterback and stick with it, that's so true, though, because the last thing that you want to see them do is continue to try to switch between these two quarterbacks or just say, okay, we're going to play Zappy here and then play Mac here because I don't think that's going to help solve any of the problems. I think – if you're going to take pick a quarterback, you want to ride with that quarterback and try to adapt accordingly and basically adjust your offensive game plan accordingly based on who that quarterback is. I would like for that quarterback to be zappy. I think he's been a pleasant surprise since he's shown that he came in. Obviously, it was a rough night for everybody last night, him included. Um, I do put more blame in the defense, though, however, but um, I think – you know, and obviously everybody was involved with the coaching staff, just everybody, the miscommunication. So I think overall, just as a whole, the game was just a mess in general. Um, but I would like if they did pick somebody, I would like for that quarterback to be zappy. I know there are people who disagree with me because they say, you know, Mac is the future regardless. We need to stop hating on him like he is our guy. Um, but is he really, though? Because, like, I mean – People are, I mean, I see, I've already seen some comparisons of, you know, the Bledsoe versus Brady situation, where is Mac Bledsoe and, and um, Zappy's Brady? And I'm like, it's way too can, early to make those. Can I, can I just give, can I bring something up that's actually happened though? Like, yeah. Dak Prescott was out, right? And yeah. Cooper Rush came in and here we go. You know, they won games. And yep. last week they were down six to three at halftime. Yeah, I was like, wow. The Cowboys offense, my gosh. But did Mike McCarthy go back to Cooper Rush? No. No, Dak came in and won the game. Yeah. Yep. What what happened last night? <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. So you so you feel like since Mac started the game, he should have kept Mac and had him yes. play the whole game. I feel like we should talk this out. Because I you know how many people are gonna ask you today, hey, what do you think about last night? And you're gonna you're gonna have five different feelings by the end of the day. You oh know? yeah, everybody's yeah. But, but to really talk this out, if it, it never, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. I, I, you know, uh, if if Mac was ready, he should have played the whole game. And that's just the way I feel. I, I never played at the pro level. I played sports my whole life, but you know, I think what they should have done was just brought Garrett Gilbert up to be the backup. Ride, ride Zappy one more game, and then it's Jets week. And if Max ready to go, he's your guy, and you're all in. I don't think it would have been a controversy if Bailey Zappy won the game, because if Belichick just comes out and just transparent, hey Max, our guy, he's back, he's healthy. 
Bailey did a great job and he'll be ready to go. So we'd all buy it. We don't, we'd be like, all right, Bill, whatever you say, sir. You know, yeah. now, yeah. now we're like, well, now I'm like, look at these numbers on Mac Jones. They're really, really, really bad. And then people are going to say, oh yeah, how about Zappy now? How many balls got batted at the line? Like it's, it's just, it's, it's, there's, he, he set him, he really stepped in it. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, I do wonder. I mean, I'm going to I want to see what how the rest of this week unfolds and see if before that Jets game, he comes out confidently and says, this is our guy. This is who we're playing and who we're riding with. I think if they end up saying, you know, Mac is our guy, which I do think is likely. I don't really see him deciding to start Zappy over Mac if Mac is fully ready to go, then I think that he needs to just say we're riding with Mac and then hope that Mac can obviously stay healthy the rest of the season. And then we all, we all just, you know, root for Mac to succeed. But I think he kind of caused more of a controversy by what happened last night. And I feel like prior to last night, people were like, yeah, we really, really like what we've seen from Zappy. But I think the majority of people were also under the understanding that Zappy was just an interim until Mac does come back. And I don't think there was really a question of, oh, when Mac's healthy, is Zappy going to play over him? Now it almost looks like Bill is kind of questioning whether he is fully confident in riding with Mac, even if he is healthy. And everybody's even more confused. How about this? I wouldn't say Bill's questioning anything. Bill isn't answering anything. And he says things and then it's like, well, dude, you just said that. So yeah. I think Bill, I think they have to bury the football. Um, if you're, it, it, I, I think they can win this weekend. I do. The Jets are hurt. Uh, Brees Hall's out. They're, yeah, that's a big loss for them. Their best offensive lineman, Tucker's out. Um, I Zach Wilson hasn't been great either. Um, so the more I, I think this is a winnable game, I think it's going to be Mac Jones under center. The betting line right now, one and a half. The Patriots are favored going into New York. So think about this. The Patriots, awful loss on a short week, are going to New York against a 5-2 and two football team, and the Patriots are the favorites. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. I think the Jets, right as of right now, where they stand right now, aren't necessarily as good as what how that what that record reflects. I think they are more about where the Patriots are at. I think they just um, you know got off to a better start than the Patriots, but I do think head to head, they're not a vastly better team than the Patriots, and I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout like last night was either direction. I think the Patriots hopefully will take what happened last night and really feel more prepared for this game. But I think they will, because like you alluded to earlier, they might've been already thinking about this game before last night's game even took place. So I do think they'll go into this game more prepared. Obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's not a primetime game. It's just, they're coming in on, on, an, on a regular Sunday, um, regular game time. And I think, you know, I think it'll be a closer game. Um, so we'll see what happens, but yet again, we're on the path of, those are the types of games that they need to be able to take advantage of and win. And I mean, I'm with you. I do think Mac is going to start. However, I think, you know, a lot of eyes are going to be on him. And I think in terms of the trust among everybody right now, when they're watching him is in jeopardy. And I think that he needs to really come out and perform this week. If, 
if people are going to be feeling confident with him going forward. So that you just nailed the topic. Trust. Who, like, who is it? Is it Bill that you're trusting in or is it Mac? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's tough. I, I, if you were like, hey, Joe, who do you trust, Mac or, or Bill? I'm going to be like, well, Bill probably. But like, do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real, I, I don't I don't know. Be, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I really, you're right. When Mac Jones gets in the huddle, you know, hey, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, whatever, fly, you know, uh, slant left. You know, is that really going to be like a, is it going to be on target? Is it going to get tipped? Is it, you know, now I think that's what's happened now. People, some people have the, the zappy fever and the other have Mac. Jacoby Myers, I'm telling you, the comments he said after the game were, you know, for the, for the work ethic that Mac puts into this, he doesn't deserve it. This is coming from Jacoby Myers, wow. who is going to be a free agent, by the way, mm-hmm. has not been given an extension. How do you think he feels? You know, he wants the best guy out on the football field, right? Yeah. So maybe he's clamoring Mac Jones. Well, Hunter Henry's catching passes and Ramondre Stevenson's turning on with Zach. This is what's been created. When you don't have a quarterback and you don't know what, you know, Bill says, do your job. Yep. Or who's going to do the job? It's tough. They're in a tough, tough spot right now. And, and um, you know, I think they obviously put it on themselves. It will be interesting. I will genuinely be, I will say this though. I will genuinely be surprised if they go into Sunday's game and say Zappy's the starter. Oh, then sure. I think if they say Zappy's the starter, I think they're basically sending a message that they don't trust Mac enough and yeah. they want to ride with Zappy. And I think if they do say Zappy is the starter, then I think going forward, the expectation is going to be that they are putting their trust more in Zappy right now than they are in Mac, and they need to stick with that narrative. Well, here's the other thing. What happens if they don't go with Mac and they go with Zappy? Does this kill any of Mac Jones' value now? Is drafting him in the first round another Bill Belichick draft bust? Um, I mean, a lot of these things just, they happen here, and um, I think that I think there would be discussion. I think it would be a matter of if they do go with Zappy, there might be some of those discussions of, well, do we try to trade Mac and move him if we're just going to roll with Zappy going forward? I do think if they decide to start Zappy on Sunday, which I actually don't see happening, I do think they are going to start Mac. But mm-hmm. theoretically, if they do say Zappy is the starter, I would not be surprised if those types of conversations start to emerge because people are going to be like, well, then do we really need Matt? Cause I do think this upcoming Sunday's game is ultimately going to tell us what direction they want to go in. And if that direction is zappy and he starts this Sunday, then I think people are going to be like, yeah, that means going forward. They trust zappy more. You nailed it. It's and interesting. That, and really that's why last night it was like, what two guys. This the, I mean, <laughs> think about it of all the years, right? Like no, no one's going to replace Tom Brady. Right. Yeah, we got spoiled but, with him. But, but like, at least like when Cam Newton was here, you could have tried it. You know, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> hey, hey, let Jared Stidham get some reps. Hey, let's see what he can do, right? And then you know, yeah. hey, we'll bring in Cam Newton around the goal line. You know, <laughs> like it would have been genius. It would he would have done it. It would be great. Now you're doing it with two 
quarterback. It's just makes no sense to me. Hey, real quick, uh, who would you – the trade deadline is next week. Yep. Is there anybody you would trade to help improve this team? That's a tough question, and I feel like that's a hard – that's a hard – topic to address right now because we haven't had a consistent quarterback this season either and so I feel like the people who are being utilized are a little bit different in a zappy led offense as opposed to a Mac led offense and I think uh, this trade deadline is going to be huge for them because the quarterback decision needs to be made before that because if you because the offense is going to look different depending on which quarterback you take I think that's going to then determine what they do at the trade deadline to fix this team because there are so many things that are up in the air right now with that. And that's another big problem that I'm having is they need to know who they're going to ride with at quarterback before they can really make those types of adjustments because the offense looks different. And so that's definitely a hard question to answer right now. I think by the time we approach Sunday's game and we know what direction they're going in, then I think some of those you know, that might become a little bit clearer, but this team is, is just, I just look at this team right now and there's just a big question mark because there's just, you don't really know. And I do think obviously it is imperative that they know because this Sunday obviously is going to be the game that determines that. And by doing that, I think they are really saying this is the guy that we see as our future. And I think people are going to be, surprised if they say that that's zappy but I think it might be a more of a pleasant surprise like yeah we like what we've seen from him even though it's a small sample size with him um and then I mean who knows if they declare zappy as the guy who knows if they would look into that option for Mac and then if they go with Mac I think you know there's other pieces that you can move but again the question becomes does this team what is what is this team going to do in terms of adjusting to be able to feel like they can be a playoff team this year? Are they going to rule themselves out to the point where they feel like they can't compete with some of the other teams in the AFC to be able to get a playoff spot? Or are they going to do what they can at the trade deadline to try to set themselves up going forward? But again, I think there's too many preliminary questions that throughout this week still need to be answered. So this is actually a really big week for me for the organization and being able to really figure out what they see themselves doing the rest of the season. And it is kind of unfortunate the way that this season has gone so far, because um, obviously some of it's been out of their control, um, but it's just, it's a tough place for them to be in at this point in the season. I got two names that they could trade and maybe help on defense. Uh, Isaiah Wynn. Oh yeah. He's a yeah, liability. He, was, he didn't play last night at all. I know, well, because he has so, not been good this year. Yeah, but I just couldn't believe he was like, here's the deal, right? He had a healthy scratch from what I gather. I don't think he was dealing with anything. Uh, not a good look. And um, he's somebody that I would, hey, last year of his deal, is there another team that has a guy in the last year of his deal making money that can help on defense? Um, I'd look into that. The other one's Damian Harris. You know, like now that Ramondre Stevenson's ascension, Harris, I don't think is going to get the contract that he deserves staying here. So would they dangle him out? And because I think he could give you some return. The other one's Kendrick Bourne. Again, didn't play. He's dealing with the turf toe right now. 
you can't move on from Algalore because of his contract. So those are three players on offense that I think could help get you another linebacker because right now they need someone on the other side of Matthew Judon to help. And it's not Uche. It's not Jennings. It's no. not Mac Wilson. <laughs> it's not Javani Tavai. It's not no. Jawan Bentley. It's no. not Jamie Collins. None of those guys did the job last night. So no. they need, need somebody else at the linebacker position. And it used to be Dante Hightower, but he decided not to play this year. Yeah, I know. So I miss far. him. That's, that's, <laughs> That's a that's a name that you think back to, and it's like, yeah, we definitely could use somebody like him. Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You might have to give up, you know, give up something to get. They need a linebacker, and last night it showed. They need someone that can take on runs, that can tackle over the middle of the field. They have too many safeties on the field at once. Kyle Duggar left with an injury last night. Phillips has been banged up. McCordy's older. You know, they, they need another guy and they, they probably going to have to give somebody up to get something. Judon was the only person defensively who really did anything of value. He, he was, he's yeah. been unbelievable though. Oh, I like, love him. Yeah. But like, I, I can't remember a guy who's made this much impact um, as far as a, like a, like a, a pass rusher, you know, Mike Vrabel is really good. Yeah. Um. You know, they, they've had some, like Chandler Jones was a defensive lineman more than anything. So, but Willie McGinnis could do this too. You know, there were guys that, I don't think they've had a pure guy that can do what he does. And he tailed off at the end of the last year too. So he's been consistent at least through seven, seven games this year. But that's, I'd look, if I'm looking ahead and this team making a run, I think they need another linebacker. Oh, yeah, it's a must. It's absolutely yeah. a must. If they're really serious about trying to sneak into the playoffs this year, they need to address that. If they don't address that, they're not going to make the playoffs. You yep. know, it's, it, it makes a difference. Damian Harris is an interesting name because I've thought about that too because obviously his, you know, his productivity has gone down um, because Ramondre Stevenson has just been, you know, he's been having a really good season, which I kind of had a feeling that he would before the season started. I actually said something both on my show and on Twitter about how I expected Ramondre Stevenson to have a pretty big season this year, um, really productive season. So, yeah, it becomes a matter of do you feel like you need Damian Harris? And I feel like if I'm him right now and I'm looking at the increase in production from Ramondre Stevenson, I'm looking at it as like, you know, this might not be the place for me anymore. Like I might not be getting um, the touches that I want to get and I might not be able to contribute to what this team is trying to do anymore. So you almost wonder if they feel that way too. I, I, I have a hard time feeling like they'll part ways with him, but they might. I, I think, I think again, this weekend's game is going to be huge because if they lose this weekend, which I mean, Hopefully they don't because I am with you. I think it's a winnable game and I think they can beat the Jets. But say they lose this weekend, it's such a different discussion that we're having than if they win this weekend, I feel like. And then it becomes a matter of are they in too deep of a hole after this weekend based on the upcoming schedule if they do lose to be able to realistically feel like they can make a playoff run? It's tough. Who are your playoff teams right now, though? You know, it's it's the Bills. obviously besides yeah the Bills and KC are are givens yeah KC, I mean uh, the looks like Tennessee right now yeah yep and then um, 
The I Bengals. Feel like, yeah, the Bengals probably will win their division. And then, I don't know. Like, I, I, I literally, I, I mean, I, I think the Ravens. The Ravens are, yeah, I mean, they actually, there's a little bit of inconsistency with them, but I feel like overall they look like a team that probably could get a wild card spot. I think, um, you know, I think they're in a division where it favors them being able to get a spot because um, obviously, you know, the Steelers are kind of in a rebuilding position right now the Browns are just you know we all know the situation with them they're a bit of a mess right now too so I think with that with the division that the Ravens are in it kind of also favors their chances of being able to get into the playoffs yeah I'm looking at the playoff bracket right now and the AFC Buffalo would get the bye it would be the Chiefs the so the Chiefs, Tennessee, Baltimore, the Chargers, yeah, the Jets, and the Colts. Who are the Patriots' next two opponents? Yep, Colts and Jets. <laughs> so those no, those are huge games. Those are going to be huge games if they can pull together. Wow. the Chargers. That's another team. I think that'll that should definitely. Probably. Think about this. I thought today was. A, I said it was a bad day. The Jets are in the playoffs. The Jets, the Jets are That's in the <laughs> It's laughable. Then, I mean, let's, not, let's not forget about the Dolphins either. I mean, that team is is another team that's ahead of the Patriots right now, too. Wow. Yeah, I wow. I, I just I, I can't believe that just happened. I I I, I, I told mean. you I, I had my five ten minutes last night of zappy fever, and I just got whacked with the Jets just now. Do you think that this team like should be making some personnel changes at, like at, it, because I feel like that's completely necessary not necessarily for the rest of this season but maybe going into next season I feel like the personnel changes is something that needs to happen here the the, the draft the, right it comes down to the draft right it, I mean it looks like Jack Jones is a guy right uh, yep the Barmore was a huge loss last night. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, the draft has been better, but it needs to stay that way. Um, and I'll just bring it up one more time. Everyone raves about the draft last year. How's that first round pick look? If Mac Jones doesn't work out. I know. I know. So they got to draft well, and and you know what? They already spent money. They can't. Kraft's not going to do that again. So it's all on Bill Belichick going forward. But they it, were so it, aggressive with that when they spent money. So you know they're not going to do that again. But you 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 said um, you know what can they do? I mean, they have to look into a long term fit at offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. Yep. If it's Steve Belichick, name him the coordinator. If it's Matt Patricia, name them the guy. Just officially name these people. Because right now, it's Bill. That's the only yeah. guy that we can put all the blame on. But I think that's what's going on with the team. Hey, there's all these issues. I just think that Bill's yes, the main... people to specific but, roles. But, you know, we're all young. Like, when we get jobs, we look up to our team lead. We look up to our managers. Like, we, you know, yeah. these guys look up to their coordinators and then... You know, they're, they're who are the coaching staff. They don't go to Bill. It's like 
you know, my real life, I don't go to my big boss to like, I, I feel around. I'm like, Hey, I asked the guy, Hey, so do you think I could do this or not? Like I work a real job in sales. You think I'm, I'm going to my, my manager to be like, Hey, I'm going to ask somebody that might have a little more clout than me. You know what I mean? It's just, so these guys really don't know who they're reporting to. And I think it's, it's a communication issue on the team. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see if that gets fixed because I feel like that could solve a lot of problems. Uh, and so we can only hope that that's, that that's what ends up taking place. You know, I, Oh gosh. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like I, I had a feeling that Josh McDaniels leaving was going to cause an issue to, I, I, I was like, I don't see this going well. Cause um, obviously, you know, when you have Matt Patricia and Joe judge calling plays and it just being what seems to be kind of a mess in terms of who's doing what, that's just detrimental when it comes to the on the, the on-field play and it shows. And so I feel like hopefully they can just figure that out and just everybody understands specifically what their role is and who's doing what, because a lot of other teams have actual people dedicated to specific roles and it just makes for more cohesiveness on the field. So I'm hoping that they can figure that out because it's, it's just not really a good look right now when you just have, you know, all these people that are supposedly being involved with calling plays and there's no really specific designations for people that um, are supposed to be doing different things. And I'm hoping that they can address that sooner rather than later. I, I hope so. But you know, I actually got excited on the season and now I'm not. <laughs> it was like, I told you that, that 10 minutes line, that zappy fever. <laughs> and then it broke somewhere last night. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how they address the trade deadline because I am curious as to what their their mentality is going to be going into that deadline this year, what they actually do to adjust if they feel like they can really make a playoff run. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, yeah, like I said, the next these next few games are are against teams who you know, ideally you can beat, but it's it's tough. I mean, the Jets, it's crazy to say the Jets are in a playoff yep. spot right now, but not so, that I think they will end up making the playoffs, but I, it's, it just, it's not. It's a shocker. Nobody saw that one. No, no, <laughs> nobody saw it. Uh, I have yeah. one question for you before we go. Uh, I am a food connoisseur. I uh, talk a lot of, uh, because, you know, sports and food, it all goes together. Uh, you're in Connecticut. So what do you say is the best pizza place? Uh, the pizza, I guess Connecticut's the pizza haven of the world, they say. So, uh, what would, would you consider your favorite pizza places? Yeah, no, the pizza, New Haven pizza is awesome. So, Pepe's is definitely up there. And mm. I also really like Sally's. I'd say those are the top two pizza places in Connecticut. There's other like smaller local ones that are good, but I always recommend Pepe's in New Haven to people who are coming to Connecticut for pizza. I'm a big pizza person. Um, I, have had New York and New Jersey pizza. I think New Haven is better than both of those. Um, mm. So people might get mad at that statement. Um, so real but... quick, what, what's the difference? So I love Frank Pepe's. Oh, like, like, oh, Frank Pepe's is like one of my favorites is around here. That's great. What's the difference between that and Sally's? So it depends on your preference. Like the, 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 the thin crust pizza is what I really, really like. Mm. Um, and so that's why I enjoy Pepe's because that thin crust is really, really good. Some people don't like that. Um, so it really just depends on your preference there. 
But I mean, also, honestly, like their sauce that they use, I, I kind of like a little bit better too. Um, mm -hmm. okay. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of pepperoni. That's really the only pep, um, pizza topping I don't like, but I'll pretty much get anything else on my pizza. But both of them offer like a really good variety of, um, okay. you know, toppings that you can get on it. But I'm, I'm really, I really like the, that thin crust pizza all right well you would love cape the south shore then because the south shore of massachusetts is filled they call it bar pizza it's just filled with thin crust bar pizza all the way to the cape so you would uh you really would love it. i'll oh, have yeah. to try it i'll have to try it yeah i love pizza oh geez i it's so good. I, I had to give it up because i loved it so much but i frank peppies though i'll tell you i've had it i have actually one of the days that I've cheated, I've definitely had myself a Frank Peppy. So I had to ask, though, you know, it's like the, <laughs> the pizza capital of the world, you know? No, yeah, pizza is, is very, very good uh, in the New Haven area. You just have to know where to go because some places are not good. That's awesome. Well, we'll see what happens with the Patriots. Hopefully, the, the, hopefully they'll uh, try to compete with the pizza going forward. <laughs> Well, doubtful, but we'll see. It's definitely uh, not feeling great after last night, but hopefully they redeem themselves uh, this weekend. So crossing my fingers on that. I will yeah. be in attendance at that Ooh, game. So. There you go. Hopefully they, uh, hopefully they bring back a win for me being there. Are you going to taunt? Are you going to taunt anybody on the field? Are you going you know, to, uh, like, hey, hey Zach Wilson, Will you have a rooting effort? Will you, be, will you have a rooting interest? I You'll mean, be rooting for the Patriots, I assume? Well, of course. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, I'm not usually like that, but every once in a while, like, you know, if I'm at a Red Sox You're going to a game. You got to let, let loose. I, I'm a season ticket holder for the Patriots. I, I can't go because I work the games, but yeah. if I if they were, if I go to a game, I'd tailgate all day and let loose and be a fan, you know? It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yep. It's really fun. It should be a good time, but hopefully – it ends in them winning the, the game. The crowd should be intense. I mean, the the, the Jets are in the playoffs. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is something that the fan base is not used to. So they have a chance to beat the Patriots twice. Isn't Think that about that. They could so they could eliminate the Patriots. You know how much joy that would bring that fan base. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, <laughs> they need it after the Yankees. Uh, after the Yankees exit. I'm so happy about that. By the way. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, my dad's not. My dad's a Yankees fan, and he likes the Giants, not the Jets. Giants are rolling though. Yeah, no, they're good. They're the only good team to beat the Patriots twice in a Super Bowl. I know. Yeah, they ride with that too. They definitely ride with that. Every time I talk to Giants, yeah, fans. well, they got, and we we're yeah. just like, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> you, you, you got us twice. So, you know, you never made it ever again. So. Yeah, right? That's all you have. <laughs> but, you know, I really enjoyed having you um, on the show. I really appreciate you you hopping on. Thank you. I appreciate it. I had fun, and I'll have to check out that Connecticut pizza at some point at Sally's. Yeah, definitely do. That place is fantastic <laughs> as well. But everybody else, hope you have a great rest of the week as well. Go Pats. Hopefully they redeem themselves this weekend. Fingers crossed there. But um, thanks for tuning in as always, and I will catch you all next time on the show.